go to John 16. I'd already told you John 16. You never went there. <laughs> John 16. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But in verse, verse 13, it says, When the truth, but when the truth giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And then he says, And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. That we see very clearly from this scripture, God wants us to hear the voice of the Spirit. He wants to reveal himself to us. And he says, Is he glorified? He will glorify me on this earth, on the earth. For you receive from me what is mine and reveal it to you. So do, do you see actually the way God is glorified or the way Jesus is glorified on this earth is when he's revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit takes what is of Jesus, then reveals it to us. And of course we know he's much more willing to reveal Jesus to us than we are. Actually, we know than we know. He's so willing. That's the whole purpose he was sent. Um, it's like, can I say, let me see if this will, will resonate with you. Uh, you, can't, you can't teach a fish to swim. Anyone who was taught how to swim? You're taught how to swim, but you can't teach a fish how to swim. So it's like the Holy Spirit knows his work. So it's us then to be in tune with him so that you can receive what he's revealing to us concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the way Jesus is glorified even in our midst. So I'll just lift up your hands, everyone, and then we believe we agree with the will of heaven that Jesus Christ is glorified in this place tonight. That the Father, Father, you have given us your spirit as we know that he dwells in us and we know he's in our midst even tonight. Thank you for revealing Jesus to us. Help us to perceive the will of heaven even concerning this nation. Help us to perceive what we are supposed to do on this earth in this hour that we are living. Help us. Help us, Spirit of God. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Just worship him. Just thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you for revealing Jesus to us. Thank you for the utterance of heaven in this place tonight. We honor you. We worship you. Glorify Jesus in our midst. Glorify Jesus in our lives tonight. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. 
Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. Let me share with you something here before I bring up Ella Francis. Uh, I encourage you as we are praying, this week praying for our nation and also this evening we are praying for Kenya. Hallelujah. And then on Friday we'll be praying together corporately, praying for Israel. But let me say some words here, some thoughts that rose up in my heart as I was praying this afternoon. And I wrote them down. I write down my, you know, not every thought, okay? But when I get some impressions and I can tell, mm, that's a significant to me, I write it down. And I write the time, 27th January 2021, 4.08 p.m. This is what I had in my, in my heart. The Lord is moving in the nations of the world. They are his people who are crying out for his will on this earth. Therefore, maybe you can listen to the end. But the Lord is moving in the nations of the world. They are his people who are crying out for his will on this earth. Therefore, as God's nature is, he responds to his people. He answers their prayers. So don't look at the evil that is in the world or that is going on in the world. But look at what God is doing. There's, there's something as a principle. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining something. There's something as the principle. Uh, when you pay attention to something or you are much aware of it, that's what you keep seeing all through. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, all right, for, for, for years, years and years, I hadn't cycled and then, you know, cycling. So years ago, I think around four, five years ago, I started cycling. And when I started cycling, every time I drive, even now, I see cyclists. I pay attention to cyclists. I look at their helmets. <laughs> I look at their oh I look at their bicycles. I'm able to tell, wow, that's a good bicycle. Or that's not a good bicycle as it is, but it's amazing. He's able to move around. You see that and, and probably for you, you don't remember when you saw a bicycle, if I am going to ask you. If you are you are a driver, probably the time you remember you saw a bicycle is because you thought they are nuisance. You understand? Because you don't see them. But I see them, I admire them. When I see bicycles, I can I want to see to know, you know, what is up. Or sometimes, in fact, on Google, you know, the way they keep sending you some pops, you know, videos and all that. I see sometimes I can I haven't done this you know sometime for some time. But I can read something that came up, you know, cyclists and all that, the benefits, you know, it keeps sending to me. Because, you see, then uh, it, it kind of catches my attention because I'm inclined to that. You understand? Is, is that making faith or sense? Faith and sense. Okay. But look at this then. If, if you, are sense, you, are, you are sensitive to what God is doing, that's what you'll see. And I, I tell you this, that's what you'll attract. 
that's what you'll see, that's what you'll attract. So then, the, this is so, don't look at what the evil that is happening in the world, but look at what, God's is, what God is doing. Focus on his promises, the author and the finisher of your faith. And then I, I wrote down this. And I believe there will be more, uh, there will be more of that, more of God's glory that will manifest that even uh, those who oppose him or who oppose God will see the glory of God manifesting. It is actually time to rejoice in the hope of his glory. I can give you a scripture for that. It's uh, Romans chapter 5 verse 2. It's actually the time to rejoice in the hope of his glory. So focus on that. Focus on what God is doing. And really, again, I tell you, that's why you have to be aware of news media. You really have to be aware of that, what you're watching. So focus on that. And I do believe God has so much. I don't think if you've seen much. But there is so much. That eye has not seen, he has not heard, nor has he entered into the heart of man, the things that is prepared for those who love him. But you know, there is so much that we reveal to us by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit reveals the will of God to us. Then we see much more of the manifestation of God. Amen. Brother Francis, welcome. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. What Pastor Davis has shared is really so important in terms of what are we focusing. Because we can, what you focus on is what you normally see. Um, I normally say, you've heard the phrase people say, um, men are the same. <laughs> Other people will say, women are the same. All the women are the same. Yeah, to you. Because since you're not changing, the kind of women you are meeting are the same women who you have. <laughs> you attract. That's exactly what happens. That's why when you, you see people divorcing, it's not likely to be one divorce. They just continue. Why? Until you change, you probably keep attracting the same kind of... <laughs> that's just my theory. <laughs> so, in a, that's why we, we got to make sure we are the ones who are changing. Even in management, they say your stress, stress situations, is your response to the environment. Somebody else in the same environment is not stressed. They are laughing. They are having, and you are thinking, why are you laughing? Can't you see how stressful this is? So why? It's because it's our response. What are you seeing and what are you responding to? Somebody else is looking at it, looking at it from the scripture. I like what Dr. Jerry says. There's no way you can spend time on the word of God in prayer and be depressed. Because it changes your focus. It changes your focus from BBI, Tanga Tanga, Kieleweke, or wherever, and you are focused on God. And you know with God, all things are possible. In your prayer guide, you have uh, this scripture, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 5. I'll read up to 6 in the New King James Version. It says, therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. You need to underline and put asterisks around giving of thanks. 
I think that's a major, a major shortcoming. Yeah? Be made for all men. For how many men? All men. For kings and all who are in authority. And then it tells us what the result says, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved, amen, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Uh, that's the scripture we have in our prayer guide. Let me, let me, let's, actually, let's look at that uh, prayer guide. So let's go to that prayer and pray it together. All right? The last one. It says, Father, let's go together. Father, your heart for the nations of the world is that all men may be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Your word says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We are seeing so much unrighteousness in our nation, which has brought every kind of evil. We humble ourselves and repent of our sins in this nation and ask, ask you for your mercy and grace upon our nation. Thank you, Father, for positioning the church in righteousness and greatly influencing the affairs of this nation. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May your peace be in Israel, and may they receive revelation knowledge concerning their Messiah, Yeshua, Son of God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so really, that lines up quite uh, heavily from the scripture we've just shared from First Timothy. Um, in verse 1 to 6. Now, if you know the Bible well, you know there's a, a scripture in Luke 18.1 that says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not what? Lose heart. That's uh, just give you for reference. You don't need to open there. And then uh, Luke 22.46 is uh, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and the disciples were sleeping, he said, Rise. Uh, and pray lest you enter into temptation. Uh, Matthew actually says, watch and pray uh, lest you enter into temptation. The point here is that prayer makes a difference. Hallelujah. Prayer will make a difference in your personal life, and you take a, it will make a difference in the leadership and this, the affairs of this nation. Amen. So what Pastor Davis was saying, prayer actually does matter. Amen. Prayer does matter. You've you got to be convinced of that. If you just recall, I don't have time to really go in, do it deep into that. Apostle Paul saying, he exhorts that all men ought to pray. And then you remember Jesus saying, men ought to pray and not what? Lose heart, not give up, not quit. And so he's Pray that you may not what? Fall into temptation. So what happens if you don't pray? You fall in tempta into temptation. You align yourself with the political factions. You, find st you start finding mistakes in every one of this group and this group. And now when you try, you are not able to pray for all men. 
you'll be praying for your man. You'll not be able to pray for all men. Why? Because you've exposed yourself to temptation. You've exposed yourself to a point where you have lost heart. So you've got to pray all the time. Hallelujah. So that, that's what God wants us to do, to pray all the time. Now, Proverbs 14, 34, which is also in the prayer guide, in the prayer guide it says, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Listen to the TPT version of that scripture. A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people, but sin heaps disgrace upon the Lord. A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people. So how is a nation righteous? Because of the righteousness of its people. Amen? It's the people we are talking about. But sin heaps disgrace upon the land. Now, again, I want to remind us when we hear righteousness, we know we are only righteous in Christ Jesus. Amen? Because 2 Corinthians 5.21 says he became what? We, uh, he became, he, let me read it. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness equals salvation. So when he's talking about the righteousness of the people, is that people know Christ. Amen. Now, if you look at that scripture, uh, Proverbs 14, 34, there's a cross-reference in the New King James Version. And it takes you to Proverbs 11, 11. Listen to Proverbs 11, 11. I'll, I'll read it first in the New King James Version and then the TPT Version. In the New King James Version, it says, By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Right? The TPT Version says, The blessing of favor... Resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. But wicked leaders tear it apart by their words. Hallelujah. Right? So, let me read that again. The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. But wicked leaders tear it apart by their words. So, it's not just a question of, are there righteous people? There has to be righteous people. And then, the following, the next question is, what are they saying? <laughs> because, if you're blessing, you're speaking blessing. If you're tearing it down, you're speaking wickedness. Alright? And so, uh, And, and to me, so being present in Kenya as righteous people is not just enough. We got to really watch what are we saying about the nation. Our saying is part of our prayer life. Amen. You can't separate your prayer and what you say all the time. If you're saying you're praying here in one corner and the other place you're talking something different, that is what you're praying. Here you're only doing an, a, uh, a religious exercise. 
that has no effect. So words are extremely important. We really need to repent of harsh words that we have spoken over our city and of our nation. Really, that's the beginning. That's the place we first for say, Lord, will you forgive us? You remember the prayer, in the prayer guide it says, Lord, we repent for the sins of this nation. It starts by repenting the words that we have spoken over our nation. Genesis 18.24 in the Nikki James Version says, suppose, uh, this is talking about, uh, I'll just read uh, for the sake of time, a few scriptures here. But the background is, God was going to destroy uh, Sodom and Gomorrah for the same things that people are doing today. It's amazing. And he said, I need, he said he will not do it without telling who? Abraham, his friend. And as soon as he told Abraham what is going to happen to Sodom and Gomorrah, listen to, uh, this is what, what verse 24, this is what Abraham said. Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? And what, what did God say? For the 50, I would spare Sodom and Gomorrah. All right? And the, this conversation went all the way down to verse 32. Then he said, Abraham responding to God saying, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak but once more. Suppose ten should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of how many? Ten. How many are we believers in Kenya? Come on, we must be more than ten. So, again, I want to draw our attention to the fact that the main challenge I think, I believe we are facing is, although we are ten, more than ten, what are we saying? Because God has clearly said, for ten, I will not destroy a city. So, why do we find cities uh, being destroyed? Why do we have the economy being destroyed by corruption? Why do we have um, the health sector in the current city as it is? I mean, it should be much better. We thank God for what is there, but we know in Kenya things ought to be better. I mean, they say what? The, the president of Singapore came here in the 1970s and went, took the roadmap that he was shown by the government of Kenya and went and executed it in Singapore. Now, what, you look at Singapore, you look at Kenya, it's a big difference. Kenya, Nairobi, uh, was ahead of Dubai in the 1970s in many ways. Right now, there is no comparison. What happened? Righteousness exalts a nation. Now, the countries actually I'm talking about are not even righteous. They are, they are whatever. But they have access to resources. And they are men. You know, God will use a man although he doesn't know him like he used Cyrus, to profit a people, if, if it came to that. So, we ought to be much further ahead of where we are. Now, thank God we are not like Somali and some other nations, but we can be satisfied with where we are as a nation. Amen? Let me say this. When Abraham learned of the problem, he promptly started talking to God about it. What is that? It's prayer. It's prayer. The moment he heard about it, he started 
talking to God about it. His mindset was to save the city. Amen? So, when the scripture says we should say, pray without ceasing, it's we should be having conversation with God all the time. Amen? Hallelujah. So, God, to me, seems to have set a very low standard that means we have no excuse. If God only wants 10, surely we can count 1, 2, 3, 4, this first law and the second law, and we should be good to go. God has set a standard that we can meet. Let me put it that way. God has not set conditions that cannot be met for us to help our nation. He has set conditions that we can meet. Amen. By praying and believing him for our nation. Amen. Now, let's go to Ephesians 1, 17 to 21. It's also in, the, in your prayer guide. And it says, and in the New King James Version says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all prosperity and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So, we need to know what is our calling. And what we are emphasizing tonight is that our calling is to prayer and to influence our city and our nation. That's part of our calling. That's part of the wisdom of God. That's part of the knowledge we ought to be operating in. That's the first thing we should do. I was uh, listening to this man and he said in the Welsh revival in the early 1900s, there was a train, there, were two, there was a man in a train and he talked to the ticketing person and he asked him, when we get to this city, where is, where there is this revival going on? Will you please let me know? You know, he didn't know all the towns and the cities of that, so he was a traveler. And the ticket, the train ticket person said, no, sir, I don't need to tell you. When we get there, you will know it. When we get there, you'll know the environment has changed. Amen. That is how much influence we are supposed to bring to bear in our city and in our nation for godliness. Amen. So, I see the first thing we got to know is our call is to influence this nation and believe God for righteousness through our prayer and through our various levels of influences. And the other thing we need to know here is that we need to be praying this for our leaders. This scripture was quickened in my heart in 20, is it 2017 when we had a repeat presidential election and then uh, the former prime minister uh, was, uh, you know, he said he's also the president of the people. And I thought, this is a lot of confusion. A nation is not supposed to have how many? Two presidents. What does that tell you? One person does not know what they are called to. One person does not have the knowledge of God 
and what their call is in life. When you have two people claiming the same position. That's why if you're interviewing or you're going for a tender somewhere, you need to be very careful because if there's such a vicious compa- uh, what? competition, one of you is in the wrong. And you got to pray. If you, God reveals to you, you are the one, then you pray for peace and direction on the other guy. That they, their eyes are what? Opened to know what is their calling. Because God never put us in this vicious, nasty, political competition that happens in this country every five years. It was never meant to be that. God knows who we are supposed to be believing him to know who is supposed to be the president in 2022. The drama we have seen in the U.S., really, is uh, it's, it's unnecessary. If, if everyone, if all men knew God and were saved, then we would not to be having this. So our prayer is that all men may know what? God. And God may reveal to them what is their call. Amen. And their power. And you see, it says here what? If you read this scripture, it's so powerful, really. Uh, if you look at it, um, let me go back to it. It talks about his inheritance in the saints, that is, in those people. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe According to the working of his mighty power, what is that power working in our leaders to do in their lives? To position them in their right places. So don't, we don't have all the infighting that uh, uh, normally accompanies our political processes. Amen? So you pray for yourself. First of all, we need to know what is our calling. And part of that call for every believer is to pray for their nation is to influence that nation and that city for God. And also we ought to be praying for our leaders. We need to do that. We'll do that towards the end of that. Uh, and then the second part of that scripture, I want us to read it in the message version. That is Ephesians 1, 20 to 23. It says, All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of Listen to this. If you don't have, oh, we have it up there. Okay. In charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments. Amen. No name and no power except from his rule. And not just uh, for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all. Has the final word on everything at the center of all this. Christ rules the church. Listen to this one. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. When somebody tells you, Church is not essential. Your response should be, the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. To stop the church is to stop Christ, and it should not happen on your watch and my watch. The church is not a peripheral. It's not a signed issue. It's not we shall open the churches when the rate goes down. The church is where we go to drive the 
infection rates down. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's God's plan. Amen. And so when we are praying for a nation, really we ought to be praying for, the, there's a, a, an overlap with praying for the church. Because the destiny of the nation and the city of Nairobi are tied to what? The church. If the church is not calling the shots, then the devil is. And we got to believe God to influence this nation for God. You know the prophetic word that Pastor, gave, Pastor Kara gave some years back said what? Kenya will be what? A launching place for the gospel to reach the other regions. Amen? Now, Tanzanians are laughing at us because we've shut down our churches and they have continued operating. So, we really got to uh, understand that. The government really has no, 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 you know, I had put here, before we discuss what the government has said, we should be discussing what has the church said. This interfaith council should be advising the government, not waiting for advice from government, then trying to box us inside there. I think it's only Pastor David who, who appreciated it. We got things the other way around. Right? So, really, the government has no such powers like it, it tries to exercise the church. And we must ensure that the church does not go mere. You know mere? Missing in action. Or a wall. <laughs> Absent without what? Without leave. You know? That's a dereliction of duty. Can I go to State House tomorrow and tell them I've been sent by VF? That says the Lord. <laughs> no, no. But you, can you see from this scripture how we have things the other way around? The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fuses everything with his presence. Remember what Pastor Davis was sharing? His presence is everything. If you come into the presence of the Lord, COVID has to leave. It's not possible to be in the presence of God and there are diseases. Amen? So, when we are praying, we also really ought to really lift up the church and its position where this government is concerned. Remember, we are talking about our inheritance. Remember that scripture we read? To start, that we may know what? The hope of our calling. What are the riches of? Oh, have I lost it again? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the, in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? It is our inheritance as a church to claim our position in this nation. And declare in this nation, the church will be exalted to her rightful praise. You heard my testimonies, I think it was in 2018, when I looked at the, uh, the assets, the unclaimed assets registered, so my dad's name. And uh, I started the process, I engaged a lawyer. Yesterday, we were before Lady Justice, I forget the name, and she finally granted the letters of administration 
confirmation so I can start pursuing those years. So for three years, I've been pursuing my inheritance. <laughs> it's my inheritance. Amen. I've gone, I've written affidavits, I've done this. Whatever the lawyer says is what I'm going to do. It's because it's my inheritance. It's your inheritance as a member of the church body of Christ in this nation to take your place where nobody tells you you are second. You are non-essential. You are essential. The church is essential. Amen. Hallelujah. Kenya will be a launching place for the gospel. Why? Because the church will take its rightful position. Amen. Hallelujah. So, let me say, um, um, it, let, let's go to, uh, we need some time to pray. I really want to spend some time to pray. I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing your place and your power and the place of prayer so that when we come to pray, you know you're a child of God. You are, you are praying from a position of what? Authority. Of a place you know your prayers matter. Amen? There was, uh, um, I read this article. I can't actually write to remember exactly where I read it, but it was about a man called Bishop uh, Sandemira, an SEK bishop in, uh, in the US. He, he, had, he was the vicar of a church called HTB. It's called the what? Um, Holy Trinity Brompton something, church. And what he did, he started a program called Alpha. It, it was started as a new believers sort of training. But then another man called Nikki Gabo, I think, came in. And they transformed that program into an evangelistic tool. And they started impacting churches. Uh, you've been in the UK. You know, the churches were dying, have been, really been dead for some time now. But they started a revival literally within the ACK church. And got so many, got that church HTB going and started affecting other Anglican churches around them. And now the Alpha, Alpha course is taught even by Catholic churches. That's the impact of a man with a passion to change the city of London. What I found amusing, Pastor Davis, is that the, his influence was so much that the archbishop did not know what to do. They wanted to make him a bishop. But the law in the UK, you know, the, the Church of England is tied to the constitution of the, of the UK. So, and it says for you to be a bishop, even in Kenya, you must have an area, a physical area where you are bishop of. You can't just be a, a bishop without territory. <laughs> you can't. That's in the constitution. But they found that in Uganda, they forgot to put that crowd in the Anglican church there. So they flew to Uganda and made him a bishop. <laughs> so his official title is Bishop uh, Sandemira. But he actually doesn't have what? Actual... Uh, area where he's a bishop, but his influence was so much the church of England, uh, the church of the SDK church in England could not just ignore him. That's the kind of potential in each one of us. You know, you change rules. Men make sure they change the rules because they are what? Practical results 
of your influence. When we say influence, we are not just talking about excitement without any results. We are talking about people coming into the kingdom of God. If business is going to, if business mountain has influence, it got to result in changed souls. Otherwise, then what is the difference between them and Google or Safaricom, which has started and pesa kiosks all over? It, it got to be what? Influence of conversion. See, a sinner cannot be influenced to be a better sinner or a slightly better sinner. A, a sinner must be influenced to be what? Converted. Amen. So, that, that is the, I, I found that really strange that this us. I, I could really say that man had started a revival in one of the most unlikely places, the Church of England. Amen? Let's go to Matthew 16, 18 to 19. You see this very clearly. Uh, it says, uh, this is when Jesus asked the, his disciples, what do men say I am? And then, what do you say I am? And Peter said, you are Christ, the son of God. And now, verse, verse 18, we begin there, it says, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hate shall not prevail against it. And I'll give you the church. Let me put it that way. I'll give you the church. The keys, it's not there, you can, uh, but it's how I want to read that. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, let's read that together with Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. This is a related scripture. Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And again, I say to you that if Two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by uh, my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Hallelujah. Ah, I could tease you on this, but for the purposes of time, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Jesus is saying... <laughs> We have moved from 10 to how many? Two. Now, with the two in the New Testament, we can accomplish stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, do you see it? We've moved from just two to how many? From just 10 to how many? Two. I'm telling you, the Lord wants to make this, is, this so easy for you. And so easy for me. Amen? Let me demonstrate that to you. Let me give you additional. I think this is so, uh, so important for us to understand. In Luke 10.1, it says, After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them, how many? Two by two. Before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go, Verse 17 and 19 says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. 
Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's talking to how many? How are they going? Two. Two people can trample on the enemy and totally stop him. The city of Nairobi needs how many? Two. Surely. <laughs> Emmanuel, you can get two somewhere. I mean, you and somebody else can get some results. Amen. We can change this nation. It's easier than we think. We have focused on how difficult it is. Instead of how easy the word of God says it is. Amen. Look at Mark 6, 7. And then verse 13. Again, in the New King James Version, it says, And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Now verse 13 says, And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. How many? Two. Amen. Your family, how many does it need to get it transformed? You and another. Amen? In your support group, how many do you need to see major changes there? You count, you say, I am there. Then I only need how many more? <laughs> One more. My point, as we pray tonight, remember it is easy to change. If only we will consecrate ourselves in holiness and seek the face of God. It doesn't require, with the two, Jesus says, we are a majority. Everywhere. In your home, in your workplace, in your business, in your estate, in the matatu, in the supermarket. As long as you can see another one, you can say, we are the majority. Let's take over. Hallelujah. That, that's how much God loves us. His compassion over us. What Pastor Davis was ministering the other Friday. He, God is full of compassion and mercy. His desire is not that people perish. Your crazy cousin, my crazy cousin, will get born again. Why? Because we are more than two in the family. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, uh, Actually, let me give you further uh, illustration of that. Actually, let me take a moment here and explain something here. When Jesus said in that scripture, on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of heads shall not prevail against it. And then he gives you, he says, I have given you the keys to bind and to loose. And then in uh, chapter 18, verse 18 to 20, he is saying the two are the ones who have what? Keys to bind and to what? To lose. It's a minimum. That's the church. So here is a very important thing we need to understand. And I don't have, I, I challenge you to check, out, check it out yourself. Jesus used the word ecclesia. Have you ever heard the word ecclesia? Now, when Jesus was ministering on earth, the ecclesia was the uh, city hall. Alright? It was the political assembly 
it was the legislature. All right? It was the ruling body where people met and made decisions. It had nothing religious about it. If you wanted anything religious or spiritual, you went to the synagogue or you went to the temple. Now, Jesus did not say, on this I am founding a synagogue. Neither did he say, on this I am founding a temple. He said, on this I am founding what? Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Ecclesia is, uh, is really, what I said, it's a ruling assembly. It's legislative assembly. It has powers of making laws, levying and collecting taxes, and making financial appropriations. Hallelujah. That is who you are. The church. You know, we say Ecclesia is the church and we think of this building and us seated here. No, it was the legislature. Hallelujah. It was the ruling assembly. It's not just an assembly. We have not gathered here to just get excited. We are here to make what? Laws that change the nation. Amen? Hallelujah. It's, it's so important to get that distinction because where are these two getting all this power? It's because when they meet, if we meet with Elder Ruth and we're in a supermarket, we are an ecclesia. And we can decree God's rule in that place and expect to see results. That's how powerful we are. That's how powerful a born-again couple is when they pray together. That's how powerful a father and a son are when both are born again and they pray together. That's how powerful a mother and a daughter is when they come together and or whichever combination you want to have. Amen. You become, you are transformed into a ruling legislative assembly. Hallelujah. That's why he said there, the church is at the center of God's will because the church is supposed to be making the rules. Amen. Does that stir you up? You know when Paul said, I exhort, I, I, I exhort you. Do you know what that exhort means? The, the, that word exhort means? That word exhort means to incite. So I'm trying to incite you. <laughs> To exhort is to actually incite with argument and persuasion that you get to know what is your praise. When you say, let us pray, you are registrating. The maze, that thing they carry, has already come up. It said, this is a legal assembly before heaven. See, that's why we, because we, we don't understand, we don't seem to take prayer very seriously. When parliament passes a law, what happens? It's going to be executed. Amen? So, uh, I just wanted to emphasize that before I... Now, now you'll see it in this. Eh? Acts 3.1. What happened? I, I won't go into all that. It's quite long. What happened when Peter and who? John. How many are those? Two. 
What happened when they met a cripple at the, 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 the entrance, at the gate? What happened? Ecclesia kicked in. Amen. They passed a law and declared, you rise up and walk. And the man stood up and walked. Amen. What happens in, uh, in uh, Acts 13 too, uh, we shared this so much last week, where they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit said, separate now for me who? Barabbas and how many? Do you know what those two managed to do? My goodness. They traveled all over that Mediterranean region. I mean causing havoc in the devil's territory. Two people. How many? Two. That's how the church was started. Two people. They were separated by the Holy Spirit. They were worshiping and fasting. Said, let's go. And sure they went. My goodness, they hit the road. <laughs> they went. They went to Spain. They went to Rome. They went to Greece. I mean, everywhere they went. Do you know how long they were in Philippi? Less than two weeks. See, it didn't matter where they are. Even if you put them in jail, their influence was impossible to stop. They were two believers. Come on, people. How many? Two. Of course, it later turned from uh, Saul, uh, Paul and Barnabas to Paul and Cyrus. By the time they were getting in, breaking out of that jail, they were, it was Barabbas, uh, it was Paul and Barabbas. No, and Cyrus. Where I come from, we say Paolo Nasira. Paolo Nasira. Those two characters. They could override any system with the Holy Ghost in them. Come on. How many are we here, Pastor Davis? We are quite a number. We can get real results. Amen. When we say we are praying for Kenya, we are expecting results. Amen. Today and every day, we are walking as two people who know God. And we are more than two. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Two can stop and bind Satan on any matter in this city, in this nation. Corruption does not, I know, I know, and I appreciate it. We are changing the curriculum. We are changing the rules. We are changing all these. But I'm telling you, real change starts happening when two or more take their position. That's the calling of the church. Amen? Wow. Okay. I thought we were right. So let's, let's look at it this way. Uh, yeah, I think it's better to is, leave it there. But, but I trust you have, have brought you to a point where you appreciate your position as a child of God. There's a man called Ed Silver. Let me give you the right name. He's called... Uh, <clears throat> and Silvoso. He's written a book called Ecclesia. If you get a hold of it, I'll recommend you have a look at it. 
Ed is E-D, Ed, then Silvoso, S-I-L-V-O-S-O, and Silvoso, yeah? S-I-L-V-O-S-O, Silvoso. He said they would go to a city and tell churches to work together and just send two people. If you can identify two people at City Hall, even if they are different from different churches, teach them how to stand like Paul and Barnabas. Teach them how to stand as Paul and Cyrus. And they would do that. They would go to a, a city and talk with, with, uh, discuss with the pastors how to send pairs of people in, in uh, every bank, in every financial institution, in every you know, insurance company. I mean, identify as many believers as possible and pair them. And tell them, you are our Barabbas, you are our Paul. Go in there and believe God. Amen. They went to cities that had, had not been evangelized and had such remarkable impact in Argentina. So, it's possible. Paul did it. It happened in the book of Acts, all through the book of Acts. That's what the principle you find. You find that happening over and over and over. And we, we want revival in Kenya. This is what it will take. As I'm saying, the church matters. The church has a voice. We are not asking to be invited. We are here. I'm telling you, if you talk to these BBI groups there, you'll find two fellows who tell you they are believers. You need to call them aside. Come here. Kujeni. Let me tell you something. This is what it means to be a believer there. And you start changing lives. Changing the nation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's, let's rise up on our feet. So my purpose today was not to give you a reasons and why we should pray for Kenya. You know these things, a lot of them. I'll give you some examples. We have BBI and, uh, and general elections coming 2022. We need to be lifting up that. Amen? What are we, we doing? We, are, we, we ought to be lifting up that according to the scripture, Ephesians 1, 17 to 21. Believing God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of every leader who God is speaking, that they may know what they have been called into. Amen? We know Kenya is supposed to be, according to the prophetic world, Kenya is an economic hub. Amen? So what we do, we bind, according to Matthew 18, 18 to 20, bind the spirit of greed. Amen? Bind the spirit of selfishness in this nation. And release the power of God, the power of righteousness, amen, to change this city, to change this nation, to make sure that the economic activities that have, uh, uh, have been imperiled because of these uh, systems, it, you know, we not need to be lifting up the, 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 the judiciary. It's a major uh, prayer in this. You know, we don't want injustice in this country, amen? And then we also need, you know that uh, Kenya is also to be a, a place for the gospel. And again, we shared that. That, that Kenya, you know, this, this, the, 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 the church has to be in its rightful place. Has to, has to take over these places and cause changes. Amen.
Hallelujah. The message translation, Ephesians chapter, chapter 1. All right, I'm going to read it. Listen to this. It says, all this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from the dead and set him on a throne in deep heaven. But then if you go to Ephesians chapter 2, we were set with him. We were set with him. Let me see if I can go straight there. In, in chapter 2 verse 6, uh, verse six, let me see how he says here from this version. Uh, the latter part of it says, He did all this on his own with no help from us. Then he picked us up and set up and set us uh, and he picked us up and set us set us down in highest heaven in company with Jesus our Messiah. You see that? So going back to Ephesians chapter 1, uh, and that's what I want us to, to use. That's the major message translation. I want us to, to stand in faith tonight uh, completely having our focus, having our faith in the name of Jesus. Like what Brother Francis has said, two. We are more than two. So you, you said, uh, what is this? All these energy issues from Christ, God ra raised him from the dead and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe. But remember, he's the head. We are the body. So he's the head. We are the body. The body is here on this earth. Everything from gala galaxies to governments, from galaxies to governments, no name and no power is exempt from his rule. And not just for the time, being forever, he's in charge of it all. Has the final word on everything. Oh my goodness. Uh, the church is Christ's body, which we are, in which he speaks and acts in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. So I want us to have, to have that assurance tonight. As we pray, we're not begging. We are taking our rightful place. We humble ourselves from what, like what he started saying, we humble ourselves, from, uh, humble ourselves before God and ask him to forgive us for the words that we have spoken of our nation that do not align with the word of God and the, the things that you've entertained as being part of us. You've, you've had, you know, in conversations, say, you, know, you know, in Kenya, we are really corrupt. No, not so. Then we need to start speaking the same language. Our prayers, not only when we've gathered, but our prayers lining ourselves, uh, our, our prayers, our words lining themselves up with the word of God. And I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I get, I've gotten put off by some things and I say, what? You know, I really, I have. I mean. We all have, Pastor Davis. Lift up your hands, child. Just lift, just lift your heart. And just worship. Take a moment, just worship. Lord, we worship you. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Holy Spirit of God, come. Oh, you are welcome in our midst. 
we worship our God. We exalt the Son of the living God, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. We exalt, we honor you, Lord. We honor the word tonight. We honor what you have spoken to us. We honor that you reminded us, oh God, that our prayer, our prayer is powerful. Right now, oh God, we repent. Every idle word, every careless word, every heartful word that we have directed at the leaders, that we have directed at any function of the government that has been critical of any, 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 any kind of environment. Oh God, we, we just want to repent. Harsh words, harsh words. We, 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 we render harsh words powerless and harmless as we repent. We, we speak the blood of Jesus over words, tribal words, words that have split this nation into groups, we repent those kind of words. Oh, yes, Lord. And now we speak well of our nation. Glory be to God. We speak well of our city. We speak well of our estates, oh God. We speak well. Hallelujah. Sarinande Beautiful. We receive utterances by the Holy Spirit. Words that lift up this nation. Words that lift up our city. Woes that lift business in this nation. Woes that lift education in this nation. Woes that lift up every aspect of life that is godly in this nation. We ask for those woes, Holy Spirit. We ask for utterances by the Holy Spirit right now. Lord, with my brother, with my sister in this sanctuary tonight, I take hold, I take hold of my praise as a child of God. I take the place of the church, of the living God, and your words, oh God, in Ephesians, Oh Lord, that you rule galaxies. What is Kenya? Oh God, Serienda ye kasoni na teri mandobio bosi. Kerienda nda ye swekire kia. Shandu reba ye gasengi. Asengi randu rebio nyokosuera. Ye sweri bende ya kosorye. Ye swendi rambaraka ye shakere. Do swendi randu reba. Kuromen ye sangirai. Kariero serie bete ya koyera. Yesu borye na sengane kesi ke Yesu eribantu yakoshena andeswe ribo yegasiera ijemyo sokere na toye gasani leswere mando yegosokerera ne mantu yakoya shirerende bako yesweri yanyeso bantu yakusari no name and power is exempt from the rule of Christ shamande byuraswe we bring COVID under the rule of Christ. Every mutating genes, every mutating virus, we bring you under the rule of our Jesus, of our Christ of God. Jesus of 
Parobio bos kayesue kera ribando byoboni asha le rembando byobiyoso kirari andeswe remandi deswerie bantu yakoswera asiere meto yakoso keriesu rienda ribandi shanyeri borie kayesani reswerie betu yakoswekara charemando byobori ashela kerubori aswerie bantu yakena Jina swera ribaye kwesigerie jine swere betu yakosera reba charimando byobose kirena te kejoriema samire seria kai anjena ajera batoye kaso kerira ribango yeswe kiatari yezweme songere bako andeswe byeso kerirali yesere bato andeswera barie kiachane Shenwe sibereti yakoyesoke aserie bando byoboyi kenyu swebyo bosiata kodiena ndibai come on lift up your voices church just 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 lift up you you yield to the spirit of god within you let him utter oh sandebeni yakal da serie bando yekosi la yeswendie bando yekayesera serie bando byobosia kayeshena riema Resweri bantu yoboria sukeri bantu kayezweri bantu yakosweri bantu keyozobyo bosi andweri mando byobosi yakeri asena share bantu byobesweri emiatu yakosi kayezebi yesweri enantari bayokosweri yerera sori mando byoboseki achare seri beti yakosiera daroye swengire mantu byobosi yake aseri In the name of Jesus the church in Kenya is not peripheral the church in Kenya is at the center is as a center is on the agenda is on the agenda the church is setting the agenda is setting the agenda of cabinet meetings in Kenya is setting the agenda of county meetings in Kenya is setting the agenda of the executive branch of government is setting the agenda of the of the judiciary in Kenya in the name of Jesus the serie bantu yakoswera lela the spirit of Christ is coming upon believers coming upon believers coming upon believers in our judiciary in the name of Jesus canceling injustice doing away with corruption in the name of Jesus serie bantu byobosi yakure yakata janesweri kesoliena seriemando byoboseka the government of god is upsetting deals illegal deals in the name of jesus corrupt deals are falling apart in the name of jesus shereba yokoswendeba keriemando byobosierali andesweke atai kayoswendiera rebayo kayosembariba yokosweke achela Ah ah bashima ndobyo baseka ah ambaso byobosekali yakoyaso cheriendera sorie manto yakoswe kosweriye matoya shireriye bago yakoswe anira jineswekhe sekera sorie manto yakoswe we cast down every altar of bar the gates of hate shall not prevail against the church in Kenya in the name of Jesus sharera bayokoswe ngata kiosobyo bantu 
Every kind of uh, memorandum, every kind of understanding, and every kind of political grouping that is not based on the word of God. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. The rule of Christ, the rule of Christ in our schools. We declare schools open for KSCF ministry right now in the name of Jesus. No more delays, no more objections, no more, no more handles on the path of KSCF influence in schools in this nation. In the name of Jesus, Shariembi Yokosiera. Oh, Oma Shibarobiubai. We say in Kenya there is room for the reign of Christ. In Kenya there is room for the kingdom of God. Shena Nebarobiobia Sweki. Nesweriebia Kuya. She Ramboya Kwa Swekia Taye Shena Rebarobiobis. Swen ye batuya. Kesweed ye my soena. Say ye my swega. Elder Ruth. Hallelujah. This is coming to me. We bless you. We bless you, our God. We bless you, our Father. Your throne, O oh God, is forever and ever. Your throne is established forever and ever. And the scepter of your kingdom is the scepter of righteousness, O oh God. It's the scepter of absolute righteousness, O oh God. It is of justice and it is of straightforwardness, O oh God. Your scepter has no corruption. Your kingdom has no corruption. Your kingdom is what we speak over the nation of this of, of, of Kenya, oh God. We declare your will being done in this nation. Your way of being and doing is established, oh God, as the scepter that rules this nation. Oh Lord, our God, we call you tonight, our judge. You are our king and you are our lawgiver. You rule this nation, oh God, with your righteous acts, oh God. So tonight, oh Lord, we thank you for hearing our cry of repentance as we humble ourselves before you tonight, oh God. We are asking you, Father, build this nation. Your word says that every house is built by someone, but you are the builder of everything. You are the master builder, oh God. We call you to build the nation of Kenya. We call you to build structures of righteousness. We call you to build structures of morality. We call you to build structures of integrity, oh God. Father, this day we ask you, oh God, forgive us of our idolatry, looking unto politicians to help us and to rule us, oh God. Where you have said that you're a 
share as God and you do not share oh Lord your lordship tonight we make you the king of this nation we are asking you our father Help this nation, oh God. Help us turn to you in completeness. Help the church to turn to you. Help the church not to look for help to the, the people that they should be helping. Help us to know our repositioning, oh God. We ask again tonight, relude our paths where we have deviated from your oracles, oh God. Where we have deviated from the real structure of your kingship, oh God. Help us to return. Your word in Psalms 127 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain who built it, O God. Father, we are asking you, be the builder of the nation of Kenya. Be the builder of the ministries of government. Be the builder of the institutions of this nation. Be the builder of our health sector. Be the builder of our school system. Be the builder of the marriage institution. Oh Lord, our God, tonight we are releasing, oh Lord, our trust from every other authority. And we are coming back to the authority that you have reminded us. You've given us as believers. We use our believers' authority to, to, to dismantle and to interrupt the kingdom of darkness. Oh Lord, we declare and we wage warfare in the spiritual realm tonight, oh God, by the action of the word of God. Your word says that our warfare is not carnal. It is mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. We pull down strongholds that have contended with the nation of Kenya. We contend with our faith tonight. We declare you are Lord over this nation, oh God, and we enthrone you as the king of this nation. So we interrupt and we disrupt every strategy of the kingdom of darkness. We annihilate them. We root them out. We pull them down. We throw them out. We establish your righteousness over this nation by the word of God tonight. You say that you uphold all things by the word of your power. It is your word that builds. It is your word that maintains. It is your word that sustains, oh God. So tonight as Victory Faith Body, oh God, we are asking, Lord, show us the path of your righteousness. You do say that the watchmen uh, watch, stay awake in vain. Because unless you watch over the city, there's nothing they can do. Not they can do. Our preservation, the preservation of this nation concerning security matters can only come from the Lord. So Lord, tonight we are speaking strength over our security agencies, over the army, over the navy, over the police force, over the CID. We are speaking strength upon them, oh God, that they walk in high level discernment, oh God, and they are working for this nation. They are not working against this nation where security is concerned. Therefore, we interrupt agendas and cartels that have ruined this nation and alliances in the boardrooms, in the offices, in corporate world where they have destroyed the economy of this nation. We address you. We rule you out. 
and we declare confusion in the camp of the enemy. We establish the kingdom of God over this nation, O oh God. Kenya shall be known as a sheep nation rising. We call you a sheep nation rising. You are correctly aligned. You are positioned with the plan of God for the end time agenda, connecting with the nation of Israel, knowing where you are called to do because there is a blueprint for the nation of Kenya. Lord, you don't build that which you have not planned. You say that you, you speak the end before the beginning. So when you demarcated the boundaries of this nation, you already knew why you did so, oh God. And the Bible says that you're the one that determines our places of our abode and the boundaries that we dwell in, oh God. And therefore we call Kenya a place where the boundaries have fallen in pleasant places. So we declare in the spiritual realm, oh God, over our boundaries from the north to the south from the east to the west and all around this nation there is peace we speak peace over the nation by the spirit of the lord we declare kenya oh god is standing in its right position correctly reposition and therefore father as we look forward to 2022 we know you've already selected we align with your will oh god you've aligned with your will you know our ruler we set him apart we sanctify him he will not be corrupted and infused with all that is of the kingdom of evil so we declare oh god you are aligning this nation for your kingdom oh god that Kenya will stand to influence nations. The people of this nation will not be a laughing stock. They will be known as people that fear their God. So we call again the nation and ourselves tonight, oh God. We consecrate ourselves. We consecrate ourselves to holiness. We sanctify you, Jesus, in our hearts, oh God. According to 1, uh, 1 Peter 3, you say that we sanctify you. We set you apart as the only one we look to. You are our focus. You are our desire. You are our heartbeat. We know nothing else, oh God. We're looking forward into the future because you say you've gone into our future and you made things right for me. And you're walking behind us and you're separating us from the past, uh, harm of the past. You've cocooned us, oh God, that we may walk are advancing the kingdom of God. So we declare over the people of this church their value adders to the kingdom of God. Therefore, we walk in unity of spirit. We hear accurately and therefore we can influence accurately. So Lord, our cry tonight is help us, Lord. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. I just sense there is more. There is more. There is more. Ingida. Crestadia ready, bros. Ah, Lord, We lift. We lift the name of Jesus. Of our nation. We take the authority and the power that is in this name. And we bind the enemy. We bind 
every of his assignment in the name of Jesus. We speak against every plan and every scheme of the kingdom of darkness to have this nation to go into the way of the evil one. Devil, we stand against you in the name of Jesus. We resist your assignment against our schools. We resist your assignment against the church. We stand against you by the blood of the Lamb. Every of your assignment, even coming against this government, we stand against you by the blood of the Lamb. And we take authority in the name of Jesus. We say every of your assignment, every of your weapon, you bow down to the name of Jesus. You bow down to the name of Jesus and we call forth the will of God for the church. We call forth the will of God for this nation. We call forth the will of God for our schools and for our youths and for our children and for families. We call forth the will of God in the name of Jesus. And we proclaim as the head of the church who asked us to pray that your will, Father, may be done in this nation even as it is in heaven. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the voice of the church rising up stronger and stronger and stronger. The voice of the church rising up stronger in this whole nation. We proclaim that. We root out. We pull down. We destroy and throw down the will of the enemy and we build and plant the will of heaven that it may be in this nation even as it is in heaven. Father, we proclaim all of our nation that thine is the kingdom, thine is the power and the glory forever and ever of our nation in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah. We rejoice for the victory. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Ha ha sebeta kasi. In glory shabaste kedaka. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for victory in this nation. For this nation shall not go towards the, the will of the evil one. 
But Father, thank you for a turnaround. Thank you for a turnaround. Thank you for the wind of the Spirit blowing this nation. Oh, Father, we prophesy a revival. We prophesy a great awakening. We prophesy is coming in this nation. We prophesy that is coming in this nation. The wind of the Spirit. Angels released into assignments in this nation. Assignments to do the will of God. We release angelic forces. Angelic forces into our nation. We call angelic forces intervening in our nation. Angelic forces intervening in our nation and establishing the will of God. Hallelujah. 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 And Father, we believe you for utterance, angelic utterances. For angelic utterances, we release angels into the assignments of this nation. Into this nation, Father. Oh, Lord. Glory to God. I just can't can see my eyes of faith. Angels with new assignments in this nation. Angels. Angels. Angels being dispatched. Angels being dispatched. Oh, ha. Hallelujah. Strengthening the church. Ministering spirits. Send forth of our nation. Send forth of our borders. Send forth of our government offices. And send forth into, into homes to revert evil. To revert the will of the enemy. And to restore what the enemy has intended for our nation. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Just thank him. Just thank him. For the victory. The voice of triumph. The voice of triumph. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I've got some, just praying, believing God for some insight here. We're about to close. No worry. Let's, let's look at some things in the book of Daniel. I hope I'll find it. I think it's Daniel 10. I was asking when I started sensing this angelic assignments, I started asking in my heart, like, what has that to do with the destiny of the nations? Listen, in, in us here, as the members of the body, we're praying, like if, if we are praying and we've been fasting and praying. But, but look at this in uh, Daniel 10, I think. Let's see. All right, which is it? Oh, yeah, 11. I think it's 11. Come on now. I get that. You remember when he was fasting for 21 days and there was a delay, so to speak. Where is that? Is it 11 or 10? Should be 10, yeah? 10, 12. And now, now listen to this. Uh, 
Oh yeah. I'm reading something from the Spirit filled Bible right now from that Daniel 10:13. Listen to this uh, if you don't have a Spirit filled Bible. It says this, angels influence over nations. Some angels have influence over nations. That's what I believe I started seeing that in my spirit. Listen to this. The ruling prince of Persia, an evil angel, whose abode is in the heavenlies, the invisible realm, attempted to keep the captive Israelites from returning to their homeland. Now remember Jeremiah had prophesied it was going to be after 70 years. You remember that? But the evil, the principality, aim was to keep them longer and to try to thwart the will of God prophesied by a prophet. But look at this then. A man comes in, Daniel, and he starts praying. He found the written will of God and he started praying and it happened. Let me say something regarding that. When, when uh, believers in a nation they don't pray, what happens is this, that which is supposed to take place for a shift, like the prophecies that we've had over the years, that is supposed to take place in the spirit realm, they don't take place. Because the principalities, the evil one wanted to remain the way it has remained. But when believers pray, and start declaring the will of God, there comes a shift. Angels are released in the spirit realm to, to help in that shift taking place so that a new wave can come in of God's will for that nation. Is that English? Okay, now listen to this then. This gives us insight into the powerful control such principalities and rulers of darkness may exercise over nation and nation, national issues. In this same chapter, we see two angelic princes, uh, two angelic princes who rules nations. Michael, one of the chief princes, who rules and guards the activities of Israel, and the prince of Greece, who asks it was prophesied will eventually come and take predominance over the prince of Persia then in control. So actually the shift in the spirit realm is, is, is caused by believers praying and releasing words of faith for the nations. Never quit praying for this nation. Never stop praying for this nation until you see the will of God being done. I kept sensing that angelic, angelic assignments. Can we agree tonight for, for angelic, angelic power, God of heaven. Father, we agree, we have the agreement of the word concerning the prophecies you have spoken of our nation. And right now, we agree and dispatch angelic forces in the spirit realm. Angelic forces, heavenly hosts to come over and cause a shift in our nation. 
that which has existed in the past the roots of corruption the roots of tribalism the roots of bloodshed the roots that stand against the will of God for this nation we root them out out of this nation every demonic force the principalities that have controlled this nation we take our authority in the name of Jesus having sat in Christ at the right hand of God we take authority over you we break your power be thou removed from our nation and we agree with the will of heaven for the dispatch of angels angels warring angels over our nation the princes from heaven over our nation for the will of god for the next generation for the will of god for our children for our youths for families for the church and we say and we agree with the word father You've said in the last days you'll pour out your spirit upon all flesh. We agree for the outpouring of the spirit. We call it forth of our nation. We call it forth over the church. We call it forth over the streets of our nation. We call signs, wonders, miracles over the streets of our nation, over the offices, the government offices, organizations. We call forth signs, wonders, miracles of our nation. And we thank you, Father. Hallelujah we thank you. We thank you for a healing wave, for a healing revival, for a healing revival. For the lame shall walk, for the blind shall see, for miracles, signs and wonders even of our streets of our nations. Oh Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for this week. We thank you for the outpouring of your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I sense this to say this by inspiration. You make sure you are not limited to the four walls of the church. You listen to the spirit of God for he will speak to you. He will tell you. You start acting by faith. Be it on the streets. be it wherever in the supermarkets you start acting by faith for you see this influence is coming through you i'm looking for vessels i'm looking for people who are yielded to my spirit that i can use i can use whatever they are so don't look for this influence to come from the top no it will begin with you it will begin with the people who are yielded it will be even people who are not known by anyone so to speak 
but because they yielded to my spirit i will use them i will use them and that which are which has been thought by men to be insignificant shall be significant for you see i make the wisdom of the world be foolishness and that which is thought to be foolishness by the world to be my power and to be my wisdom to demonstrate my will through this generation so yield yield this should be our prayer every day that father i'm yielding to your spirit i'm yielding to you go to places sit in places and say lord is there anything that i can do for you here is there any way that you want to use me to speak to someone to touch someone to heal someone take this wherever you go take this wherever you go make the prayers of yielding yielding to the spirit and we'll see more we will we will i just sense it than ever before we will see more church but it will take that prayer wherever you go lord i want, i'm 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 willing i'm willing i'm willing use me i'm willing for you to use me and he will there's something that brother francis said tonight and i just believe that by the spirit i challenge you if you listen to the voice of the spirit whatever office you are in ask god to show you a believer that you can take some time every day to pray for that office not to make those foolish sometimes believers have done some foolish things but just faith faith and say father you don't have even to make a big deal out of it being heard shouting you know in a in a kitchen where the the the, the lady who makes tea in your office supposed to make tea but you're shouting there no i'm not talking about that but it's quietly father we just believe you for your will in this office we take authority of every demonic forces we take authority of every will of the enemy and we lose the will of heaven and we call forth a revival we call forth healing in this office of things that have never been seen and we thank you just that and then pray in the holy ghost in your own time and then you go there and agree every day keep doing it keep believing two 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 please don't be don't come in a meeting and then you leave without without getting something that you can apply that is what changes lives when you start applying the word of god i challenge you in that office do that do that consistently 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 until you start seeing things happening and don't stop and many other people will come in you know what what that will do you'll realize that you no longer want to talk to people some people who are talking about negative things you know in the in the office or anything concerning the government you realize no i'm not in, in that i'm in the will of it.